إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاتي ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محتثاتها وكل محتثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار يا أيها الناس اتقوا الله تعالى فإنكم بتقوى مكلفون وأطيعوا الله والرسول لعلكم ترحمون وعليكم بالصدق مع الله في الأقوال والأفعال والأحوال لعلكم تفلحون وتهيأوا لقدوم على الله والوقوف بين يدي سبحانه فإنكم جميعا إليه راجعون وكونوا من أتباع الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم حقا الذين قال الله فيهم فالذين آمنوا به وعزروه ونصروه واتبعوا النور الذي أنزل معه أولئك هم المفلحون عباد الله سليز الله سبحانه وتعالى of the greatest assistance and the greatest help and the greatest honor that we can afford to give to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is to protect his teachings and to protect his sunnah and here we will be using the word sunnah and hadith interchangeably and it is of the branches of faith it is from the branches of iman that of the rights that the Prophet has over us sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is that we honor him and by honoring him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is by standing up and protecting his teachings his words and his life Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in surah al-fatih لتؤمنوا بالله ورسوله وتعزروه وتوقروه so that you 
O believers, لِتُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ That you have faith and you believe in Allah and His Messenger. وَتُعَزِّرُوهُ وَتُوَقِّرُوهُ And that you support and that you honor Him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. قال شيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية رحم الله تعالى واللام في قوله لتؤمنوا بالله ورسوله شيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية he says that letter lam in this verse لتؤمنوا that this is a lam الأمر it is a command which means it is wajib it is compulsory O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you support and that you honor the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we're not going to go in that how do I support him and what should I do do I wear a turban don't I wear a turban do we stand for maulut don't we stand for maulut that's not a discussion for today That's a discussion for another day. But to honor the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the reason for discussing this today is because we find of the greatest fitness, the greatest fitan that we face today amongst many other fitan many other trials, many other onslaughts on this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the onslaught against Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this onslaught comes in two ways. This onslaught comes from the outside of Islam. So it comes from the kuffar. It comes from the mulhidun, from the atheists. It comes from the enemies of Islam that outright they never ever claimed to follow the deen of Allah. And then we find that unfortunately there's an onslaught on the hadith and the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam from within Islam. Whether they're Muslim or whether they're not Muslim, that's another discussion for another day. But they claim to be Muslim. They claim to have Muslim names. So we are focusing on them today. And what have they come up? And what is their modus operandus? What do they want to achieve? And this is why a question has come up. And a question comes to mind. And this question is, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do you have doubt in the ahadith or in the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? This is a question. That maybe years ago it wasn't asked. 
But today needs to be asked. Because not only do you find this on social media, where they have shakam and they have doubt in the hadith, but it comes from certain members, it comes from certain so-called masajid, comes from certain so-called scholars, that they plant the seeds of doubt with regards to the authenticity of a hadith. And this is why you will have people that will say, and again, it's not a topic for a Jummah, but that is not just a weak hadith. There's no basis to this hadith. That's a topic for ulama. That is a topic for scholars. That is not a topic for myself and for yourselves to be discussing. Be that as it may. Another question. Another question that comes up and that should be asked. Where does these doubts come from? Where does these doubts lie? Because our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this phenomena of rejecting the sunnah, of rejecting a hadith, and only taking the Qur'an, is not something that started overnight. Someone never woke up 10 years ago and said, you know what, I'm only going to take this. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, let me not find one of you reclining on his couch when he hears something regarding me which I have commanded or forbidden and saying we do not know what we found in Allah's book we have followed. Meaning that there's going to come a time. Right? The Prophet وسلم, is saying that there is going to come a time when someone will be reclining on his couch laying on his bed, watching a few YouTube videos, <coughs> and then saying that the Prophet said this, but I don't find this in the Quran and I don't accept it. I've seen this. I've witnessed this. And many of you have witnessed this as well. And you find that uncle and that auntie, and I'm going to mention this a few times. They've not sat in a class They've not learned the deen of Allah. They don't know the difference between a fa'il and a maf'ul. And certain words I'm on purpose not going to translate. Because if you don't understand this, then you don't have the right to speak. So our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is exactly what they are doing. They are reclining on the couch. They are laying on their beds. And what are they doing? We don't find this in the book of Allah, so let us comment. We don't find this in the book of Allah, so let us reject. We'll come to this again later. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, that iyakum, he said, beware, that I've been given the Qur'an and something like it. So if he has been given the Qur'an and the Qur'an only, then what is like it? Another Qur'an? Fakir, think about this. What has he been given? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's been given the Qur'an and something like it. This is found in the Sunan of Abi Dawud. 
So slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if one is to claim that I only follow the book of Allah, so I bring to you a verse. وَمَا يَنْتِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى So the two ahadith that I quoted you reject. So I bring you a verse of Allah that he did not speak out of his own accord but we inspired him and he spoke. So the book of Allah is there. But what else did he speak? Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nothing else? So whatever else he said was just for fun and games. 23 years of Nubuwa, whatever he said was for fun and games. It's something to think about. Hafiz al-Hakami, he says, فَسُنَّةُ النَّبِيِّ وَحِثَّانِ عَلَيْهِمَا قَدْ أُتْلِقُ الْوَحْيَانِ He says that the sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him, is a second revelation. Upon both the Qur'an and sunnah does the word revelation encompass. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so a claim will come up. But who is Hafiz ibn Hakam? Who is Hafiz Hakami? So a coin has two sides. Correct? A coin has two sides. So the question to you is, Man anta? Who are you? Hafiz Hakami is Hafiz Hakami. Al-Shafi'i is Al-Shafi'i. Al-Bukhari is Al-Bukhari. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu was Ibn Abbas. Waman anta? Where do you come from? What madrasa did you graduate from? Ibn Abbas graduated from Madrasa to Muhammadiyah. Al-Shafi'i. They graduated from the students of the Sahaba. Ahmad graduated from Al-Shafi'i. These were the madrasas that they came out of. But min aina anta? Where did you come from, O rejecter of hadith? Who are your teachers? And the truth of the matter is you can't produce teachers. Because you reject Isnad. Because you reject Hadith. So who are your teachers? But I will tell you who's your teachers. From the sacred Mihrab and the sacred Mimba. In the sacred time of Jummah. I will explain to you who's your teachers. Your teacher is someone that translated a Qur'an. That is his understanding of his translation. And that is it. Your teacher is a YouTube sheikh. That no one knows. That became famous two or three years ago. And now you take from him. Your teacher is someone that wrote a book. That again doesn't know the difference between a fi'al and fa'il. And if he knows maybe the difference between a fi'al and a fa'il. Who taught him that difference? So again, the question that we ask to you, name your men, because we can name our men. See, something to think about. So there are many reasons, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, 
There are many reasons that they bring the shak and they bring doubt. So all this movement, we can say that they are divided into two. From them are those who reject hadith openly. So they don't accept any hadith. And from them are those that accept certain hadith and they reject other hadith. So from the doubts is that they make ta'an is that they accuse the purified sunnah and they speak ill of the purified sunnah for various reasons. And from these reasons is that they themselves have doubt in certain things. Something maybe happened to them, something wasn't answered to them correctly, so they doubt this. And from this small doubt, it starts building to a bigger doubt, start rejecting this hadith and that hadith, and by the end of it, they've rejected everything. So from this, some of them would say, we've not come across, or this hadith is not authentic, or that hadith is not authentic. So because one hadith is not authentic, and yes, you do find weak hadith. Yes, you do find fabricated hadith. But because they found one or two fabricated hadith, they put doubt and they put ta'an and they put shak in all the hadith. This is illogical. You buy something from the shop, you bought a laptop, and one out of the 10,000 laptops that is made by that particular company, same model, has a problem. Do I reject all the laptops? Do I, so it was one particular make, but I don't buy any single laptop now. Why? Because there was a problem with one laptop. Does this make sense? Hey, you bought food. And there's maybe something wrong with that particular dish that you bought. So you're not going to buy food any time again? Because there was a problem with one thing? So it doesn't make sense. Secondly, if something doesn't appeal to their akal, to their understanding, then we reject it. Shaykhul Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullahu ta'ala he's explained this years ago that he says that the aql that your brain that your logic and the knuckle and the text they don't go against each other but rather they work together if you don't understand something there's not a problem with the text there's a problem with you And like this, we can go on. And we can go on. And now I have a question, O slaves of Allah. And these are questions that we should also ponder about. And these are questions 
that those that reject should ponder about as well. And we appeal and we say to you, Ajib, an adil asila. Answer these following questions. That first of all, Amara subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah has commanded his slaves, bil istijaba, lillahi wa rasul. And Allah says, Ya yuwalladhina amanu stajibu lillahi wa lirrasul idha da'akum lima yuhikum. O believers, respond. Respond to Allah and His Messenger when He calls you to that which gives you life. كَيْفَ تَسْتَجِيبُ لِلرَّسُولِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ How do you answer the Prophet, peace be upon him, if you don't take what he has come with? Answer. How do you take it? Right? Think about this. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it clear in this verse. So this is the Quran that you only claim to follow. So you need to answer and ponder over this. Secondly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala جَعَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَلَى طَاعَةِ رَسُولَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ مِنْ لَوَازِمُ الْإِيمَانِ وَمُخَالَفَتَهُ مِنْ عَلَى مَاتِ النِّفَاقِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it compulsory. He's made it wajib that we follow. The Prophet صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ and this is part of Iman. And the opposite of this, O slaves of Allah, min alamatin nifaq. These are from the signs of nifaq and hypocrisy. But know by your Lord, they will never be true believers until they accept the old Prophet as a judge in their disputes and find no resistance within themselves against your decision and submit wholeheartedly. The question that we ask, Mada taf'al What do you do with this verse? Again, this is not a hadith that you reject. This is a verse of Allah that you say you accept. Point number three. حذر الله عز وجل من مخالفة رسولي صلى الله عليه وسلم And Allah has warned. Allah has warned us that do not go against the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. Allah says فَلْيَحْذِرِ الَّذِينَ يُخَالِفُونَ عَنْ عَمْرِهِ So let those who disobey his orders beware for an affliction that may befall them or a painful torment that may overtake them. So how 
Do you get a warning from the Prophet if you reject his hadith? O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the next point, point number four, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, May yuti'ir rasoola faqad ata'Allah. That whomsoever obeys the messenger has obeyed Allah. فَكَيْفَ طَاعَةُ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ And how do you obey Rasulullah if you do not follow the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The last point Allah says وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُوذُ And take that which the messenger has given. How do you take from the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you do not follow his hadith. And these are just but some points to ponder about our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Aqulu hadha qawl wa astawfiru lali wa lakum wa lisairi muslimina min kulli dham fastawfiru innahu huwa al-ghafoorul rahim. الحمد لله أحمده جل وعلا على إحسانه وأشكره سبحانه وتعالى على فضله وامتنانه وشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد إباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the next question we ask, Mada tujib ala hadith? How do you answer the next two hadith? And before I give to you the hadith, Allah Azza wa Jal says to us in the Quran, Waqimu salah wa zakah. That establish salah, pay zakah. In another verse, Allah says, Al-Hajju Ashurum Ma'alumat. So these, think about these verses. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. He says, Make salah as if you have seen me, make salah. He says in another hadith, Khudu anni manasikakum. He says, Take from me your hajj. So kaifa sanusalli kama kana yusalli idha lam taqraw fi sunnati? How do you make salah? How do you make salah if you never read the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So we know how to make salah. We go to Bukhari, we go to Muslim, we go to the books of hadith and we learn. But oh reject our hadith, how do you? So the answer that we get the answer that we get, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is what? But we can make salah, we want to make salah. It's time for salatul asr. 
But there's no mention of Asr in the Quran, so we don't make Asr. And the answer to this is quite simple. If you are fine to stand in front of Allah, in the court of Allah, by not making the awqat of salah, then so be it. And I narrate to you a story, a tradition from Imran ibn Hussein, that he was sitting with his companions and one of the men from the gathering said, do not narrate to us except what you find in the book of Allah. Imran ibn Hussein said, come close. So the man came close. And Imran ibn Hussein spoke to him and he said, Do you think if you and your companions were to solely rely on the Quran, that you would find in it the Salatul Dhuhr is four, Salatul Asr is four, and Salatul Maghrib is three? Do you think if you and your companions were to solely rely on the Quran, that you would find in it that to circumambulate the house of Allah to make tawaf consists of seven shout and to travel between Safa and Marwa. Then he said, O people, take from us. For Wallahi, he says, by Allah, if you do not, you will be misguided. Now many of the rejectors of hadith, and I end off on this, they won't know this narration. And the answer why they won't know this narration, because this narration is generally not found in the books that are translated into English and other languages. Because this is found in Al-Kifaya fi ilmi riwaya And this is why they don't know these types of narrations. And they think that we have come with something amazing. Whatever you find that you think is amazing today, Whatever deviance you come with, this deviance, it comes and it stems from something before.